Hello, this is Guillem Balaguer from the Pure Football Podcast. And today we're going to look in detail to the art of goalkeeping. Oh, I hear many of you have already switched off <laughs> because goalkeeping is not a sexy thing, but I think it is. I was a goalkeeper myself and uh, I, I wish I had had these kind of conversations when I was because I wasn't a great goalkeeper. In fact, it was a very, very poor one. But in any case, we are talking to the best in the business. We're talking to Jan Oblak, uh, the Slovenian goalkeeper from Atletico Madrid, who um, basically is the uh, archetypical modern uh, stopper. One that is able to do anything that's required uh, from playing with the feet if it's necessary, to stopping, to coming out of the six-year box, all kinds of things. And as always in these kind of conversations in the Pure Football Podcast, what we try to do is to go into the detail, the kind of things that you don't normally get to hear from, from players. I, I want to know if the goalkeeper gets involved a lot at halftime, because who talks to them? Generally, it's talked about tactics and all the stuff. I want to know what happens to the huge amount of time that actually they are on their own. Do they relate or does he relate uh, to the uh, to the fans in the stands? Not now, but when they were, that kind of thing. So that's what you're about to hear. This is the conversation with Jan Oblak. Jan, thank you very much for your time, first of all. And the first question is, when was the last time you thought, why am I a goalkeeper? I don't know. No, normally, I don't, I don't ask myself <laughs> that kind of questions uh, because really I want to be a goalkeeper since I was a kid, since I remember for myself. So I'm always happy. Sometimes you cannot include a lot in the game, but anyway, you, you are there, you try to help, you, you're doing your best and... You are there to to defend, not to score the goals. And I, I'm really happy uh, to do this, to be a goalkeeper. Uh, I don't see this like my job. I, I, I see this, this like uh, my life. So I was never asking myself why I'm goalkeeper. I was an amateur goalkeeper. And after the 10th time I had to go down and hurt my shoulder, I thought, why am I goalkeeper? So you, you also like going down training. You must do it like, 60, 70 times in every training session going down? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, we, I do all kind of, all all kind of training sessions. Uh, we are going down a lot of times, but I think my bones, my muscles, my body is used to that. So I, I really don't care if I go down one time or 60 times. I think uh, I, I feel the same in the end of the training. And of course, there is a strong reason why, why you are a goalkeeper. And in your case, it's not to do that there are many goalkeepers that like the fact that they are different. They wear, they wear gloves, the shirt is different, the look is different. That, did that have any influence at all for you or not? No, but I think, uh, okay, sometimes when you're a kid, uh, it's like everyone want to be a little bit different. So I think goal goalkeeper is that guy on the pitch with gloves, uh, with different shirt, uh, maybe with a bit long sleeves. So... I don't know. I think it's nice even for, for the kids, but that's that's not the main, the main reason I became a goalkeeper, just to be different. Uh, the main reason is for sure because my father was a goalkeeper and me growing up, I was watching him and for sure because of this, I decided to, to be a goalkeeper. I want to be like him. But you accept that a little bit has to do with the different look, no? So I give you the chance to go to uh, Jan Oblak, 
seven-year-old Jan Oblak, and you can say to him, don't be a goalkeeper or be a goalkeeper. You can change his, uh, his path in life. What would you say to him? Mm, I think I think it was it's impossible to change it. I, it. It was something inside of me, and I don't know even if somebody want me to be, uh, I don't know, defender, midfielder, striker, I would not leave it. Uh, doesn't matter if I, if I was just seven years old. Uh, I think it was impossible. I, I think I born I born a bit with this to be a goalkeeper. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain to. I, I don't know how to explain, but I, I'm sure it's uh, something uh, inside of you that you cannot change. Should we try to explain it? Because obviously your father had a, a massive influence, as you say. Did you admire him? Yes, of course. Of course, this is uh, the, the strongest feeling. He was my first idol. Uh, I was watching him. Like I said many times, I was behind the goal uh, and when he dived to one side i dived to this side when he dived to another side i dived to another side i dived to another side so i was uh, trying to do the things like he was doing uh, but he was not like that kind of uh, father that he said oh you need to be a goalkeeper you need to train he always uh, said uh, be what you want to be do what you want to do so i was i don't know my my wish and uh, probably like i said i admire my father i still admire him and uh, when i saw him playing i, I want to be like him because i imagine as a kid actually my dad was was a uh, was an amateur footballer uh, and the fact that he walked into a pitch watched by so many people it was only 200 but anyway there was a lot of people watching him and that he had to uh, act in front of those people was something to admire. Did you see him also like your dad was one person before he went to the pitch and then a much bigger person, somebody bigger to admire when he was on the pitch? Yeah, of course. First of all, I want to say my, my father was an amateur goalkeeper as well. He was not professional. He was amateur, but anyway, uh, he was a goalkeeper in my city uh, when I was born. And of course, anyway, if there is just 100, 200, 300 people in the game, uh, he need to act uh, well. He need to do something that the people are going to be happy. So that is what I always uh, admire in a football player, not just in my father, because in the end, uh, uh, somebody said that this is our job, but this is not our job. This is our, uh, in the end, this is our life. Uh, we do this because we like it. You don't start uh, train and play football uh, thinking that this is going to be your job. You are just doing because you love it. Um, in the end, uh, uh, you are doing your best because you want to improve and you want to be better and better. So... Uh, my father was doing the same. He was an amateur goalkeeper all, all his life, but uh, he he trained and he played with all the passion. That's very, very interesting, isn't it? Because a lot of people think oh, amateur is just something on the side. But actually, for, for amateur footballers, football is, is everything. It's just that they haven't made it their profession. You saw that as well in, in, in your father and the, people, the, the players that played with your father too. Yes, of course. They, they, they were training, I think, uh, at least three, four times per week as well. They were playing every weekend. Uh, so that football was uh, part of their life. Uh, they had their jobs, but uh, in the afternoon, uh, when, they, when it was time for training, they train. They, they, they do all kinds of things like 
professional football player is doing. Uh, the difference is just that professional football player can think just about football and amateur need to think how to earn money to 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 live to to take care of the family and then football to play football because he loves football so uh, i think uh, it, you need to admire every amateur player uh, not just like professional professionals uh, we are always thinking about professional, but I think the amateur player is like the player who really showed the, the passion for the game. Jan, sorry to bring myself again into the question, but I'm the chairman of a football club in England in the ninth division. It's an amateur club. And I find that uh, in those clubs, you find the essence of the game where, uh, you, as you say, you don't do it because of the money. You don't do it because of the glory. You don't do it because of the cameras. You do it because you're passionate about, about football. And the possibility of actually being close to all that is something that many kids love to do. So I guess, did you go to training? Did you go to the games? Did you love to be part of that world? Yes, of course. Of course. I, I went everywhere. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I, but I trained uh, all days. You know, I, I was like, I, I went to every game when I can, when they, they take it me with, with them. So... I really enjoy every moment, every moment of my childhood, because every moment of my childhood was about about sport, about football. So I really have a great memories about that. For sure, I learned some, a lot of things from amateur players because in the end, uh, I saw what is passion. I saw what is that they are not doing this uh, because of something, like you said, because of glory, because of camera, because of the people. They are doing that because uh, they really like it. And it sounds like you, you carried with you that amateur feeling to, to professionalism. But one thing that is very true, I, I'm very comfortable being the chairman of a football club that's amateur because there is not so much pressure, really, because it, it, when it gets to elite football, it's a completely different world. At what point did football went away a little bit from that, from that um, amateur feeling for you and became really a profession? Early first, uh, actually, because uh, in Slovenia... I started to play professional football with 16, with 16 years old. So I was a teenager. But anyway, when you start to train with the first team, when you start to play with the first team, uh, you grow fast in the end. You're not anymore a teenager. You are, you're an adult man on the pitch, maybe in the private life. Somebody sees you like a teenager, but you, even in the private life, you act different than your, your colleagues. Uh, because you need to think different. You need to be prepared for that. You need to have a cold mind uh, at this uh, age, uh, at, at 16 years old. So for sure, it's not easy for, for everyone, but uh, it's something uh, that you like to do. It's something about what you're dreaming uh, since you, you was a, a small kid. Uh, so it's, I think it's nothing more beautiful than that. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like I always say that in the professional football, they they speak a lot about the pressure and these, these kind of things. But that it's something that we, I don't know. I don't feel it like a pressure. It's something like I, it's like a joy. Uh, I, I can be happy that I can be on this stage. I can I can play uh, football, uh, big games that I can play against big players. So that's not the pressure. It's something uh, inside of you that. Uh, I don't know, giving you, pushing you more to do more, to do more, to be better. 
yeah, you elite people have got a very strange mind <laughs> when actually this kind of pressure is almost enjoyable or, or at least it's something that you accept very, very easily. The rest of the world, we, we're not like that at all. At 16, it was when you, you made your, your debut with the, uh, with, the, with the first team. And the story is great. Um, explain it yourself. You had Robert Bolt as a, as a goalkeeper coach and goalkeeper as well. And this is a veteran. Was he much older than you? And he's the guy who actually tells you, you go ahead of me. No, that, is that more or less the story? Yeah, yeah, it was more or less like that. Uh, I, I, I remember that, uh, yeah, it was 2008-2009. He was my coach and he was the first goalkeeper. And then in, I think the club was in the second league uh, at this time. And I, had, I, I got the opportunity to play. Uh, I, I did it well. Uh, and then the, the season finished, we entered to the first league, we, we go to the first to the first division and I started playing there. So it was, of course, he was older than me. Uh, I think he was around 40, I was 16. So not just he, uh, many, many players in the team, they had like double age of me. So... Uh, <laughs> It was like that I'm playing with uh, my parents or uh, I don't know. But like I said, uh, you don't feel young. And then when you are with them, when you are there, you feel like them. You, you don't feel uh, 16 years old. And I guess uh, you all have this poker face when you go onto the pitch, even as a 16-year-old, you, you're fine, you control of everything. But do you remember your debut? I mean, what was in your head? Were you nervous? How, how was that like? I remember it. It was amazing. I really don't know if I was nervous. I was so happy. I was so happy. <laughs> like I said, I was waiting for, for that moment since I since I born. So I was so happy uh, that I think because of the happiness, I don't even think that I maybe I, I was nervous or not. I just uh, go to the game and I did it uh, Good. So that, 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 that was the most important. That was the only thing uh, I was thinking about. Uh, but anyway, even if maybe your first game is not so good, even if you did some mistakes, you need to, you need to stay strong. You need to think that uh, you're going to improve and that you're going to be better in the next game. Do you remember your first big mistake? No, I, I, I don't know. I really don't remember. I don't know. I, I always say, uh, you always need to keep, um, you need to be in the same line. Uh, if you did a great game, you need to be the same. If the game is not so good, you need to be the same. So you always need to keep the balance and always go in the same line. Because it's normal that during the career, there are ups and downs. But if you can manage this uh, in your head, if you can manage this on the pitch, uh, there are not many ups and downs. You are always in the line and you're always like improving, improving to be better and better. That is always happened mistakes, uh, not just to me, to, to all of the players. Uh, and You need to be strong. Uh, and I think uh, the players in the top, top level, they don't have problems and they are not afraid of mistakes because uh, that's part of... Uh, not just football, that's part of life. So everyone do mistakes in, 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 like I said, not just in football, in the life. So it's something natural. It's something you need to live with that. And it's something that after every mistake, you can improve that you are not going to do it any, anymore. But you cannot tell me you were a 16-year-old kid and you had that kind of level head that nothing affected you. Or, or, or were you like that already? 
Oh, I think I was I was like that. I was like that since since the since the beginning. That uh, probably because of this, uh, in the end, you can improve and you you're not afraid of uh, maybe some things because you you are more mat- mature. Uh, you and I think it's it's important. It's not easy. Uh, it's not everyone like that with 16 years old. But uh, I think uh, pretty much so. All of the people that know me uh, probably is going to say uh, what I'm speaking right now. I heard you say that, that, that perhaps that has to do with the way the Slovenians are, that, uh, that, that there is a coldness about, about you, that, that that's the culture that you're surrounded by. Would that be right? And, and why is that the case? Yeah, that, uh, I was speaking about that because many times they ask me how Slovenia, like a small country, uh, has such, uh, so, so much... Uh, elite uh, sport uh, people I don't know how and it's I, I, I'm sure that it have, have something with the cold mind uh, to be a little bit more cold I, I, I'm living now in Spain and the people are more warm are more open and in my country it's a little bit different uh, uh, it's a little bit we are maybe a little bit uh, more cold more closed uh, and well, I think that this uh, can help you a lot in the professional football. Once you become a, a professional, another kind of challenges appears to you. And I don't know if your relationship with your dad, for instance, changes at all. And that becomes the one who comes to see you now and the one who advises you. Or what, what happens then with that relationship? Oh, the relationship was always the same because, I, like I said, he never... Uh, advise me too much he always leave, leave me to that I do my things that I decide for me that I do what I think that is good uh, if I ask him he respond me but he was never that kind of guy who came and he said no you need to you should do this you should do like that uh, if I asked him he respond but uh, our relationship didn't uh, change nothing when I went from Slovenia when I started professional football it was always the same do you remember telling him when you got your first international call? I was really young. I think I was 18, 19 years old. So it was really fast and long time ago. So because of this, uh, probably I don't remember. But I, I, can, I can tell you that uh, we was really happy for sure. A couple of times I ask you, you don't remember. And I wonder if it's because you just don't remember the bad things or the good things or the, or the, or the high emotional things uh, are you that kind of person that you put that to one side because that also helps for a goalkeeper yeah like I said if you ask me for my, my mistakes or if you ask me for my good saves I really don't know which one I can say because I, I don't it's something like I said bad game good game uh, there was bad games for sure and there were good games I don't remember but it's uh, maybe that's good like you said I don't have problems with that I don't have problem to do any mistakes like uh I don't have problem if I do a good game, a great game, and if everyone speaks that it was amazing. For I always say that this is my job, like my job. This is something I do, and uh, it needs to be natural. Like I said, you need to always have the same balance. Uh, if you're in the good moment, in the bad moment, you you need to keep strong and you need to to fight. You need to improve. You can always improve. Uh, you're not. You're, you, I think you are never in, never in the life, never in the career. You are in the, like in the level that you cannot improve. So you can always be better. And I think that this, 
I'm gonna think like that until the end, and I'm sure that I'm really sure that I can improve in everything. You're listening to Can We Come In with Guy and Balagay. The halftime break is brought to you by Genting Bet. Visit sports.gentingbet.com for all the latest odds and in-play betting. And please, gamble responsibly. While you were growing up, were there goalkeepers that you looked at and, and admired or wanted to copy or learn from? Uh, there, there was always goalkeepers, you know. Normally, when you are young, you always watch. Uh, maybe uh, before was different. Before there was no internet. Uh, it was television, and you saw in the television. But when the game was in the television, and then depend uh, which game was on the television. So, and then you, during the years, you admire different goalkeepers uh, because maybe there were more matches on the television of I don't know. England League, Premier League, Spanish League, Italian League. So, of course, I, I admire all, all of them. Like I said, I, I remember I admired one in the beginning, uh, Peter Schmeichel, uh, then Van der Sar, Buffon, Casillas. There is a lot of goalkeepers. Uh, I was uh, watching them. But like I said, it was, all depends which game is on the television. There is something to admire about those names that you mentioned because the goalkeeper job changed dramatically in the period from when they started to when they finished their career. Changed completely. For you, it hasn't changed so much, has it? You, you already had to be proactive. You already had to develop the way you play with the ball, with the feet. Uh, a series of things that they had to add to the game, no? That's, that's true. That's true. And that, uh, I think, uh, we need to admire, like you said, because in the end... Uh, uh, when they start to play, the football was uh, a little bit different, and when they finish, uh, it was different. So during uh, during their career, they they need to probably change the things, add the things to the game, uh, and for sure, all their jobs uh, help us right now to be at some level uh, that we can do maybe some things that they didn't do 20 or 30 years ago. So. But that's like a process and we, we, we need to admire them that they did this uh, during their careers. Football for you as a goalkeeper hasn't changed that much. But every year we're trying to change the ball, <laughs> see if we can score more goals. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know how you deal with that, every, you know, especially in the tournaments, in the summer tournaments, European Championships, World Cups. We're trying to make the ball a little bit lighter so you control it a little bit less. Uh, do you think it's a conspiracy against goalkeepers? I don't know, no conspiracy, but for sure, uh, I think there are more people uh, in the world that they want to see goals and not uh, saves. So it's it's normal. It's normal that the ball is going to be always more difficult for goalkeeper and more easy for the player. But that's something uh, that's challenge for us. So. Every ball is different uh, during the years. The ball, the balls, they are changing. Uh, like you mentioned, European World Cup and this hope, hopefully, with my country, with Slovenia, I'm gonna be there one time to see <laughs> these different balls. But 
No, anyway, I think it's something normal. Uh, people want to see goals. Uh, people want to see spectacular football. Uh, and more goals uh, uh, we get, uh, I think, m more they enjoy. I'm fascinated about the art of goalkeeping and what process goes into your head uh, in one of those saves that you don't remember, but I remember because I watch them all the time. And, uh, and some of them are extraordinary you, you quick reaction your movement your anticipation all that so take us to one of them whatever imagine i don't know salah is coming to you as uh, you know i think you you made nine extraordinary saves in anfield uh, and it's coming to you at, what is you thinking so you imagine what come next or do you have to uh, be aware of the surroundings what's the order of play in your mind before you take the decision that you take Normally, you don't think what will happen next, for sure. First, you check all around, uh, you see him and you, you prepare, you prepare, you watch the ball, you watch his position of the body. But the great players, uh, they can do one position of the body and they do totally different with the ball. So the most important is to keep focus on the ball. Uh, wait until the end and when he shoot, when he tried to dribble you, when he tried to do, when he tried to pass to another player, then it's direction. There is direction. I think is the most important for a goalkeeper is the position because if you are in good position, many times you don't need to do extraordinary reaction. So I think the most important is this and uh, to have your mind, mind cold, uh, wait till the end and then Stop the ball. <laughs> so actually, um, one of those extraordinary saves, maybe one or two or three or ten, had to do with the fact that you didn't do well the job before. Could that be right? Many times, many times uh, it can happen like that. Many times uh, when people see uh, somebody who do an amazing save, in the end, you need to do an amazing save because you're not in the right position. Sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes it's impossible that you're in the right position. But many times uh, you have a different type of goalkeepers. You have a goalkeepers with a better position. You have a goalkeepers with better jump, with better dive. That's, that's the difference because sometimes maybe some balls you catch, uh, it looks so easy. But in the end, it's easy because of your position. And then many times some saves you do are amazing to see uh, but you know that your position was not good and that because of this you need to do this dive and because of this maybe it's more beautiful but it's not more safe for the team that's for sure the new goalkeepers have to take a step forward uh, while the old goalkeepers have felt up till perhaps Peter Michael they used to take a step back as if uh, it was safer to actually get closer to the goal when actually you can close the angle by going forward. Did you feel that Patrice Michael was one of the early ones that was that brave, that actually went forward, went and attacked the ball? Yeah, I don't know. But like I said, that this, these are different styles. And even now, not always you need to do a step in front. Sometimes you need to do a step in the back. So you need to go, you, you need to be closer to the line. That depends where defenders are, if they are high, if they are low. Uh, that depends on the vision you have. If you have a good vision, it's, no, it's not a problem if you step uh, one step in front. If you don't see the ball, then it's easier if you do one step back. Uh, it's... It depends on many things, so it's not always the same. It depends on the situation in the game, it's different. It's not always the same, so 
Well, for sure, Peter Smeichel was one of uh, the goalkeepers who always tried to go in front. Uh, I like him because he always tried to catch the ball. That's something I, I admire because I said that the most important for a goalkeeper is to, to, to give a confidence to the player. So uh, I think if you catch the ball, if you, if you do the things uh, on the easy way, the, the players uh, get more confidence and they play better. I did the same kind of talking that I'm doing with you with uh, Robert Lewandowski in terms of finishing. And he said that sometimes uh, he did something, <laughs> hadn't thought of, and he was like, wow, that was really good. Because it was the intuition that took over. Have you ever reacted like that to, to one of your saves or one of your decisions? Sometimes, but normally during the game, you don't think a lot, but it happens sometimes that probably you... you but. It happened more times when you do maybe one step bad, step uh, bad, maybe too slow, maybe too fast, and then you ask, "Oh, why I did this? <laughs> I should do different." Uh, and of course, sometimes when you save something, it can happen. Like I said, for many saves, you need as well some luck. So when it happened, some kind of saves when you have a lot of luck, uh, you're like, "Oof." Uh, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I've spoke to uh, Cañizares and uh, Casillas about the huge amount of time that you've got on your own, but nobody's talking to you. Uh, and Casillas used to think about, I need to go shopping tomorrow and uh, there is a trip that I want to do. Well, Cañizares, to make sure that he was focused, he spoke to people behind him. And he liked the fact that some actually will will not so much insult him, but put him under pressure because that kept him kind of awake. What are you like with the huge amount of time that in which you're not involved in the game at all? Now, what I try and what I always do is like to speak with the players in front of me. Not, they don't speak with me, but I speak to them. <laughs> Correct them, go right, go left, go back, go in front, be careful there, be there. And when you're speaking, uh, it's impossible that you're not concentrate. Uh, doesn't matter if you don't do nothing all, all of the game, if you just have one ball in the end of the game, if you are concentrate, if you are speak, nothing uh, leave you out from the game. So uh, I think that's, that's important. And now uh, maybe when there are no people in the stadium, hopefully soon they're going to be back. Uh, probably even in the television and everywhere, uh, people are hearing more of this conversation on, on, on the field, because when the stadium is full, when when that atmosphere is amazing, it's impossible that somebody will hear what actually happened, what actually is happening on, on the pitch. There's so many occasions in, you, in which you are on your own. So when you, uh, at the beginning of every half, you go towards the goal, while everybody else in the team is more or less together or talking to each other, you're on your own to go in front of all your enemies, <laughs> like 5,000 people that are going to say things to you. Uh, how, do you like uh, to relate to them, to look at them, to, uh, to make them feel that you're there to stop them enjoying? What, what's your relationship with the fans, the away fans or, or, or the rival fans? No, I don't, I don't really care, actually. I don't really care. I go to the goal, uh, maybe the stand is full, but... I don't even see. Uh, I'm in the game. I'm inside. They can call me. They can do things. But normally, you don't even hear what's happening around because you are just focused on the pitch. You are just focused on the ball, on your players. So 
you're like in your own world uh, and then doesn't matter if they are shouting if they are insulting you or because you, you don't even hear that's been in the zone uh, is how they say it in english and it's very graphic you're in in a different different world but another time where you're on your own is when you go into the changing room at halftime and goalkeepers hardly ever get any reference from the manager they're all talking about you know tactics and the, the defense or that way of attacking do you get talk much during halftime or, or you you prefer it that way uh, but depend, but uh, actually depends of the game because sometimes uh, you are involved for some things uh, in some tactics things you are far away. But anyway, you you are involved. Maybe even the long ball uh, playing short with the defenders uh, do this do that. But for sure, uh, the 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 coaches don't have uh, that kind of things to say as like to the players. It's it's different. But even me, I speak with the players. Players with me. Uh, we are speaking about uh, the situations in the game we need, in, in which we need to be more careful uh, and maybe in which we don't do so good. So this is in 15 minutes. And then it's not even 15 minutes because in, that you enter to the dressing room and you come out, maybe you have 10, 8 minute, minutes inside the dressing room and there is, it's not a lot of time. Uh, if there are some things that we need to change uh, some corrections uh, we speak uh, uh, in the dressing room with the coach with the players uh, uh, and that's it but for sure uh, the goalkeepers are like the players who don't get so much advices in the dressing room like the players do you join the uh, the piggy in the middle the rondos do you join the rondos sometimes sometimes we do sometimes i did it but uh, here we didn't do it a lot, but uh, in in Benfica in Portugal I did it every day, man. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy to play. I'm not like uh, like I said I always want to be a goalkeeper, but I enjoy, I, I'm, I I enjoy to play as well. So uh, depends of the uh, of the coach, depends of the uh, training. Uh, some some in some clubs you do more rondos and in other clubs less, uh, but. When I can enjoy with the players to do some kind of things they did, they do, uh, I always enjoy. Almunia told me, Manuel Almunia, who was at Arsenal, that he hated the Rondos because everybody else is a bit better than, than you with the feet. So he was always in the middle. And when he got fed up with being in the middle, he just tackled somebody and then to get the ball back. Oh, you weren't so much in the middle. You, you would defend yourself. You you can pass around, uh, but it's, it's actually I I don't think that the goalkeepers are so that we are so like so bad, you know, uh, with with the feet. Of course, not everyone is great, uh, but not everyone is bad. So when you enter to the rondo, uh, probably many many people uh, who would watch would be surprised uh, what you can do. But what are you able to do? Actually, Molina. The Spanish goalkeeper, do you know this story? He actually made his debut, the goalkeeper this is, made his debut with the national side as an outfield player. Uh, and the Clemente, he, he was played in the midfield and he almost scored a goal as well. Uh, do you dream of being that at some point, that you are needed as, a, as an outfield player or that you score a goal? I, I didn't dream about that. Uh, I, I, I think it's always when the goalkeeper score a goal to, score a goal to goalkeeper, it's like a little bit strange. A little bit un uncomfortable, but that's football. Uh, in the end, okay, we are goalkeepers, but we are players as well. We are one. Uh, there are eleven players, and we are 
one player of that eleven. So man, sometimes uh, when when you're losing, you go in front because coach uh, call you to to try to do something. Of course, if you score, you would be happy. But uh, as well, in, at the same time, you would think about another goalkeeper that he don't feel so good because it's not it's not always it's not easy that. Uh, Goalkeepers call the goalkeeper and many goalkeepers uh, know this. And even if they score, they are in the end of the game. They know uh, that another goalkeeper are not in the game in, in a good mood because of this. I've seen you actually. You at the end of the game, you always or practically always when I see you, uh, you go and say hello to or goodbye to the other goalkeeper. Is that uh, is that something you always do then? Of course, uh, it's always. I think the goalkeepers, uh, all of us, we have like. Uh, if we were speaking before that we were special, uh, since uh, the, we were kids, and then uh, I think we have like a different. I don't know how to say. Uh, we speak a little bit more than with another players, uh, and for sure the first thing when you do after the game, you give a hand to to another goalkeeper, and you. You, you speak some words. Uh, uh, you comment on their performance. You were good there. You did that save there. Or? Yeah, sometimes normally, normally it can happen that we comment, but but depends. Depends of the day. Depends of the feeling after the games. Depends of the everything because sometimes it's it's normal when somebody loses. Uh, it's not easy to be there and happy on the pitch, speaking like. Uh, about uh, the things that happen on the games. Normally, we, we, we say some words, but we don't speak like 15 minutes uh, because we have other things to do as well uh, after the games. We are finishing now, um, but one of the changes of, uh, of goalkeepers in recent times is that you have become a very important part of the offensive move. You decide what, what move the, the team is going to take, if it's going to be short, if it's going to be long, uh, and that, of course, has to do with the, with the tactics of the team. But it's your decision to actually do that. That makes you feel more important, doesn't it? That perhaps 10 years ago, where all your job was mostly defending, uh, saving goals. Uh, yeah, I think for sure. I, and I think in the last years, uh, every team and all the people uh, see how important the goalkeeper is. Because in the end, uh, it's not just somebody who is there to, to stop the ball. Uh, somebody, it's... Depend of the team, depend of the tactic. Like you said, the goalkeeper need to build the attack, uh, play with the feet, uh, and I think that's something that all of us are happy because we 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 like to participate more on the game, and it's something it's something good. It's something good for us, and it's something that are I think taking football to to another level. Every league demands different things from a goalkeeper. If you want to the Premier League, you'll need to be, I don't know, what, stronger or um, to come out with more strength. What, what would be the main asset that you'll have to add to your game if you, say, went to the Premier League? I, I don't know. I think what the coach asked for you <laughs> in the end. You need to be strong everywhere. Uh, Premier League is a strong team. Uh, Maybe uh, stronger than uh, the strongest one, but uh, I think in the end it's what the coach is asking for you, from you. Uh, you do this. You you listen his instructions. You you are one of the eleven, so you do this. What he asks from you to help to another ten. So and that's like I think all the players on the pitch 
are thinking like that. And then doesn't matter if this is Premier League, Italian League, Spanish League. I think uh, wherever you go, uh, you need to do what the coach is asking from you. Do, do you picture yourself doing that kind of challenge? Maybe moving to a to a strong league, and another strong league like like the Premier League. Uh, like I always speak, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the future we bring, but uh, I'm sure uh, that uh, in any league I would play, I, I, I could, I could, I could play. And like I said, you never know what will happen in the future. Uh, now I'm in Spain. I'm seven years here. Let's see. Uh, you never know. I'm still young, not so young anymore, but I still uh, have some years of in front of me. Uh, what the most important. For me, is to I hope I will not have a lot of injury, and then let's see what the future will bring to me. You're very young for a goalkeeper. I mean, you've got about 15 years to go to go. Well, maybe 12, 10. I don't know how many, but certainly a whole decade at least in front of you, no? Oh, hopefully, hopefully. Like I said, I think uh, that it depends a lot as well on the injuries and everything. I am playing. Uh, 12 years professional football, so I, I, I hope I'm going to play 10, 12 years more. <laughs> but you never know. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do everything to play uh, as long as it will be possible. Yeah, and you say that uh, if you go to another league, you can play. You're the best goalkeeper in the world. Yes, yes, you can play in the Premier League or in any other league. I'm, I'm convinced about that. <laughs> you, are, you are very good. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>